Now, see, what you're gonna wanna do is you're gonna wanna go over to patreon.com slash house of decline. You're gonna wanna click on that. That's H-A-U-S of decline. Patreon.com slash H-A-U-S of decline. And you're gonna wanna click on that and you're gonna wanna subscribe. And you're gonna wanna get the comics. You're gonna wanna get the podcasts. You're gonna wanna get everything in your wheelhouse. And then you'll be free. Then you'll be free, man. Once you, you know, just click on the link. All you gotta do, click on a little link. We're the only people that can teach you how to really understand the world. You gotta forget everything that you believed in, okay? And join us because we're going to teach you how to get women and make them do what you want mm-hmm. which is to make little car- little cartoons with dicks and yes. they're going to draw them for you and then you can take them to another country in eastern europe and get a big house with your brother and your and all your your harem of women and then you will all be you know making other people join and pay you money to make the little Little dick comics. Little dick cartoons, you know. It's really all about that. It's about about the human trafficking is in service of the cartoons. That's right. I mean, I think when we first started, you know, I didn't think we realized that it was going to turn into like a human trafficking pyramid scheme. Yeah, well, because when you you start with the dick cartoons, you don't realize how much labor is really involved. Right. And, you know, um, you know, who knows penises better than anyone is women, you know? Of course, because they are. Uh, why is that? Wait, why? Why do they? Know well, because they're just thinking about dicks all the time. You oh, know. Oh, yeah, yeah. They got it on the yeah, brain. Yeah, well, they got it on the brain. As far as I understand, women have penises on the brain all the time. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm, thinking mm-hmm. about batting them around. You know, yanking uh, them. Yeah, yanking them. Well, when you weird pull- Al Yank a dick, they call them. <laughs> when you pull mine, a butler shows up after a couple minutes. Yeah, that'd be good. Yeah. <laughs> Someone yanks your dick and you go, you're wrong. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, you're Romanian. Yeah, see, you're Romanian and, butler. You know, oh, no, it's the we, cops. It's, no, it's, just <laughs> the, it's just the butler. <laughs> no, it's, it's, no, we're not getting raided because uh, we're not doing any actual human trafficking. Uh, but you know who is doing human trafficking? Bill Tom Clinton. Cruise. No, we'll, we won't talk about Tom Cruise's human. We trafficking. won't talk about Bill Clinton either. I like how we yeah. both said someone different at the same time. It was really nice. Was did Tom moment. Cruise human traffic, or did he just have slaves? You mean in Scientology or in? Yeah. His, uh, oh, know. in his movies. Oh, in his movies. Um, did he traffic anyone in his movies? I don't think he's ever been a trafficker. Wasn't he in the? Are you confusing it because he was in the movie called Traffic? He was not in the movie called Traffic. Oh, I'm sorry. That was a was. Was he in the band called Traffic? He was in the band called Traffic. Tom Cruise was the front man for the band Traffic. Not enough in the traffic. Too much, a lot of Steely Dan love. Not enough traffic. You know, people, mm-hmm. people out there start listening to Traffic again. Come on, what's going on? Did they do John Barleycorn Must Die? Did who do that? Did Traffic do John Barleycorn Must Die? Uh, no, I think they did Win the Levy Breaks. Okay. Yeah, they did that one. All right. Yeah. <laughs> John... Now I'm looking up John Barleycorn must die. I, I have think to... that that old song when the levy breaks. George Bush don't care about black people. Yes, <laughs> yes. Thank you. Did was that because because the Spike Lee movie was called When the Levees Broke. Did they use that song in the movie in um, the Spike Lee movie, which I mean, I've never seen? You mean like 
the original song by black people that Led Zeppelin stole or the, the Led Zeppelin song? Uh, the I wonder if Spike Lee used the Led Zeppelin song. He was really <laughs> jamming out to Led Zeppelin while, while making this horrifying Katrina movie. I don't know. Uh, what's the what's your research got to say on John Barleycorn? Yeah, it's the fourth studio album by Traffic. I was correct. Yeah, your brain is excellent despite the drugs you pump into it to deaden it on a daily basis. Still still running at like an 8 out of 10. On all. It's because I feel too much. I feel too much, Stephen, you know? You feel too much. There's too much light coming into my eyes mm. all the time, so I need to dull it a bit. If my brain was sharp, you know, I would just be in a corner. You know, just in the fetal position. My knees to my chest going, I feel everything right now. <laughs> I must smoke weed. I must smoke weed to... <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what accent I'm doing. I love Maybe it. I should start doing like a William Sanderson type voice. I, I don't I'll know. Smoke I smoke a little weed to dull myself. I loved that character. That's like <laughs> the, that's like the real you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is who I am. Behind all the behind all the blitz and bluster, I'm just a little man in the corner going, oh, oh, <laughs> yeah, oh, oh no, there's too much sensation. I have to I have to deplete it using terpenes using and cannabinol um sweet cannabidiol yeah man you should get some uh mushrooms uh yeah i should get some mushrooms what if i was william sanderson but i was a character actor william sanderson on mushrooms <laughs> wow it's getting really shroomy in here <laughs> oh definitely getting a little shroomy don't understand what's going on let's go take a walk in the woods Oh, I'm seeing a lot of patterns. Seeing a lot of... I was in Blade Runner. Remember that movie? I bet that would be a spooky movie to watch on shrooms. It would be. I mean, who's real? Who's a robot? Um, Han you don't Solo. know who's a robot. Yeah. Well, you can tell William Sanderson isn't a robot because he talks like this. And they wouldn't make a robot that talked like this. That would be ridiculous. That is a good way to figure out who's a robot. You know? Yeah. They didn't do the Voight-Kampf test for just who had the most ridiculous accents? Um, wait, the what kind of test? The Voight-Kampf test. That's the test that they give to the the robots. Man, your brain is amazing. No, it's not amazing. Everyone knows a Voight-Kampf test. Uh, listen, I cannot recall things like that, even when I'm firing on all cylinders, completely sober, smartest, but like, at the, like I'm totally activated for the day. I... I'm always struggling to recall things. And it's been like this since I was young. It's like, I just don't have a brain for recalling things like that. Your your brain is amazing. You should donate it to the Toronto Museum of White Boys. <laughs> That's the, yeah. Uh, Rush were the inductee members. Uh, <laughs> the craziest ass white boys in Toronto, Rush. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Well, didn't one of them die recently? Neil Peart died, unfortunately. Ah. He was the one who wasn't from Toronto. Dude, he was from St. Catharines. That he died. Now. Like, what the fuck happened? Uh, he, uh, he's with his he's with his wife and daughter now. His daughter? Maybe died? I don't. Yeah, you don't know Neil Peart's story. It's harrowing. Oh no, this his sad. his wife and daughter died in a car crash. Oh god! And he basically spent two years where he drove his motorcycle around. And and just like in order to get rid of the the grief, but you yeah, know, if that Neil happened Bert to me, I probably like move to Alaska and live in a cabin and and like bring like a pallet of whiskey. 
Yeah. And just drink until the pain stopped, which would be never. And so, you know. You're describing True Detective. That's I which I, I watched True Detective season one recently. You're and, always uh, watching True Detective. I love True Detective. <laughs> it's so fun. It's also funny how like Nick Pizzolatto is a, is a weird conservative guy. Isn't True Detective season one the prequel to The Beach Bum? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Rust eventually, you know, he he actually does end up looking like Moondog in the end. Yeah. And he gets wasted. Yeah. Uh, and he hangs out with Zac Efron. Yeah, I could see them being related in the universe. <laughs> Zac Efron is great in The Beach Bum. Yeah. I knew a guy oh like Zac Efron's character um, that I... I hung out with, I was on tour with a band, uh, shout out to Burt Murder. I was on tour with Burt Murder and yeah. there, he uh, brought along, like, I think the guitar player brought along a friend who had just chaotic energy. He was like a sociopath Christian that wore Jinkos. Basically, he kind of, <laughs> he kind of stole the truck and then <laughs> took it to, the, um, uh, where were we? we? I think we were at UVM. So he took it to like the UVM, uh soccer fields and started doing donuts in the uvm soccer fields like ripping up the turf and then mm -hmm. he got arrested <laughs> um like <laughs> directly prior to that he was burning money <laughs> <laughs> he was, that's his, cool as hell i name, like this guy <laughs> his name was like something like i can't remember his name but it was something really cool like imagine a yeah. really cool name like yeah like uh i don't know jimmy like, like Jimmy Coolbones and um, Jimmy Coolbones, yeah, um, old Jimmy Coolbones burning money in the I, corner. Like I was dressed up like a cop because I was, um, you know, we would all dress up in different costumes. So he didn't like me initially because I think he thought that I was like a cop. But I was like, no, mm -hmm. dude, I'm just it's like a bit. It's like a bit. I'm not really <laughs> my my. Uh, Wait, why were you dressed up like a cop? Okay, because my uh, my backstory was I was Officer Blackout. All right, all right. So <laughs> what I would do. What I would do in this band is I would dress up like a cop and black out, and then play <laughs> and then play bass really well, as as was what as was my life in in like the the twenty twenty teens. Um, there you go. You were Jaco Pastoriusing it. I I became too uncomfortable dressing up like a cop because of, you know of all the events that transpired with the cops being horrible all the time to everyone but most yeah, black people eventually you outgrew dressing like a so cop i changed the for backstory. political reason you can't even dress like no, no, a no, black no, no, and no, out no, no. cop anymore what happened was i changed my backstory that officer blackout had a had a had a pang of conscience right he, he, uh, and he became a private he investigator quit. he quit being a cop yeah. and instead became a um 80s workout instructor so okay, uh, that's became, a better. He became officer workout, and I wore spandex and 80s, like bright neon spandex and, um, you know, wristbands and leg warmers and a, yeah. head, a pink headband. And that that's was a much a, less politically charged much character. Better, much better yeah. fit. Uh, but yeah, this uh, that Zac Efron character in the beach bum, I was like a po point, you know, doing that meme, from Leonardo DiCaprio meme, where you're pointing... Mm -hmm. <laughs> And putting the cigarette out in recognition like that that's the guy he's i've met that guy before he's a very specific type of manic uh sociopathic troublemaker very fun to hang out with um yes i'm very glad i blacked out and didn't go on an adventure with him because i would have also been arrested but uh uh you know what 
You know what? We're here to talk about the news that that occurred this past yes. week. Yes. The big news that everyone's talking about. It happens on the Twitter. You better be on Twitter or else you're missing out. Of course, that's Andrew Tate getting arrested after losing a reply battle to uh, tiny environmental activist Greta Thunberg. I don't know why I say tiny, but it's just you think of this. She's like, what, five foot? Three years of something, she's You're nineteen. Just immediately going straight for the body shaming. It's the height, yeah. yeah. I'm I'm height selling <laughs> Greta Thunberg, <laughs> uh, and uh, and then yeah. So somehow Andrew Tate gets into an argument with her on Twitter. She says, "You should send it to small penis at getalife.com or right. you have a small penis at getalife, something like that." Yeah. You have a small penis. All of you men have small penises. Her quote tweet got like two million likes, and his, yeah, his, everyone liked it. His original tweet got something like uh, like two hundred thousand likes, and yeah. it seemed like he was trying to pick a fight out of nowhere, which made me a little suspicious. That like, okay, he's trolling to get mm-hmm. the reaction and to get eyes on him because. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> The most common reply that I saw mm-hmm. was, I didn't know who he was before this. <laughs> and so he kind of, kind of worked. I mean, I bet a lot, I bet there's like the Romanian police were like, oh, Greta Thunberg, like who is Andrew Tate? And then they like saw the, and then they were like, oh shit, we should arrest this guy. Yeah. Because he brought, he's bringing gypsy women back into Romania and we can't have that. We got, we, we kicked there all of them go. out. So then the Romanian police... <laughs> Uh, go arrest him for bringing uh, suspected, suspected, <laughs> suspected Roma. <laughs> uh, that's that's what it was for. Yeah, the well, Romanian yeah, that's police. My politically incorrect joke. Was that's that, your take. Your take about uh, you. well, my joke was like, uh, do you know how much sex trafficking you have to do to get in trouble in Romania? <laughs> I mean, an yeah, absurd like, amount. The Romanians are not like super great, so I don't know who I can't. We can't stereotype or judge all Romanians. Didn't they kick all of the aforementioned Roma like out? Yeah, but I'm sure that wasn't. I'm sure you know, not all the, not every Romanian citizen was on. I I don't know. I don't know Andy. I know jack shit about Romania. I know Ceausescu, and that's it. Well, yeah, and I think he. I think they did some bad stuff, and uh, I know Transylvania. They they seem they seem to be associated in in my stupid ass mind with a lot of uh, a lot of negative things. You got vampires and dictators. What else you got, Romania? What's on your what's on your plate? Well, I think they did ethnic cleansing, is what I'm trying to sure. say. Sure, but so did every you know. So did America. So what do you want? I so mean, did Canada. There's countries that didn't. Yeah, but yeah, I I don't think. Yeah, I I don't think we can say that we're the better countries just because. Are we? I'm not. I guess you're not I even mean, suggesting that. Like again. the the stigma has has the, it's like a there's it's ongoing, like in Romania, <laughs> like the politicians are always saying these horrible statements about Roma. Like I have a pulled up a thing. You pulled up the I Roma mean, <laughs> the Roma like racism two and in... Romani representatives in the parliament made the following statement. Um, they are just primitives, and they manage to irritate the entire society. They run through the country in Europe barefoot, slimy, and dirty, wearing clothes that make you feel disgusted, etc., uh, etc. Et I mean, like, they... And, like, Romanian society is, like, extremely racist against the Roma, so... Ro- Romania, you're canceled. 
Um, well, <laughs> take, I mean, you know, you get, like you get these shit libs on Twitter being like, like ah, Romania, like great, thank you for arresting Andrew Tate, and it's like, like this is like a not, this is like Nazis arresting like a bad, like someone who's also bad. I yeah, like, but yeah, we we like carceral punishment, even by brutal regimes when right. it is. It is in our favor. When we when we don't like the guy, then yeah, like, at least they got that one guy. I, I, I just want Greta to tweet something like, "Andrew Tate's probably getting butt raped in prison right now." LOL, <laughs> LOL, LOL. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. People being like, "I hope you, you like getting, I hope you like getting your ass fucked in prison, Andrew Tate. I hope you like being someone's bitch, Andrew Tate, because of your tiny microscopic penis." <laughs> Yeah, and so a bunch of shit, a bunch of weird news fallout happened from the story as well. One where someone just made up out of whole cloth that they caught Andrew Tate because of a pizza box. Yep. Of Jerry's Pizza, because supposedly in his, his reply video to Greta Thunberg, his hilariously right. pathetic reply video to a 19-year-old autistic girl where he's smoking a cigar. <laughs> <laughs> well, the person who just decided to make that up is also like someone who goes on CNN as a misinformation expert. Yeah, they're a cybersecurity <laughs> expert or something like they, that. No, they, they are a misinformation expert. <laughs> and they deliberately did misinformation. And they were like, um, well, I'm get, it seems like I'm getting a lot of flack because I kind of, you know, made some stretches with the facts that can't really verify. So mm -hmm. <laughs> Whoopsie. Didn't verify the pizza box story. It would have been very funny if that happened. the 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 other coincidental thing is the uh, the squad that the the human trafficking squad that was apparently tracking Andrew Tate since April was called Greta. It had the the acronym was Greta. Sure, that I that acronym. I mean, acronym synchronicity. Or well, actually, listener J, please check yeah. us on whether or not this is an acronym or an initialism. No, and it's an acronym because it makes a word. Greta. We're going to get... We're, he's going to email us. Okay, oh, he's going to email I actually have... Uh, we have some email. We, we do need. have some we email. We have some email we need some to read talk some emails. about. Um, I'm glad I remembered because we got a very important email. Uh-huh. Uh, let's see. This is the letter bag, the New Year's letter bag. Uh, that, that's... We only do it on New Year's. Okay, it comes from another listener called Jay. J.G. 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 wrote us. As someone with a Ph.D. in Native America, I must correct Stephen on the Christmas episode. In fact, you need to watch Dances with Wolves on a loop for five years to achieve this honorific. <laughs> Best, Jay. Yeah. Thank you for emailing us. Jay, if we ever make a mistake again, anyone can email us at houseofdecline at gmail.com. We will read your email as long as we remember. Um, mm -hmm. Love getting listener emails. If you want to ask us a question, like, how small is my dick? Um, yeah. I'll tell if you. you want to say that we have a small penis, yeah, and well, yeah. <laughs> how small is your dick, Steve? Let's just say, <laughs> let's just say that you're going to need tweezers if you want to jack me off. <laughs> you're going to need the little pointy ones. Too. And I need a tiny little tweezer. Yeah. Not not no needle nose pliers. We're talking tweezers. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, it's us. We're here, we're here. We're the small penis experts, and we're going to discuss some small penis stuff right now. Yeah. Um. So is it is it, so the whole discourse was like that I thought was like is it is it reinforcing a culture in which um we're mean to people because of their bodies? Yeah. Are we shaming? Are we doing male shaming? Are we doing? Are we are we perpetuating toxic masculinity? So, I mean. There's this word energy, right? Yeah. It's the energy. Yeah. So... Are you saying someone with a small penis can have big dick energy? Yes. Is what you're saying. It's kind of... That's basically, I think, the the rejoinder, the response is that... I, I guess... Uh, I, I think, like, you're still saying small penis energy, which evinces cowardice and, you know... Well, it's... I mean, it's sort of um, circular in how it... Mm -hmm. reinforces itself i mean if you if you're in a society where it's looked down upon for that to be small then you're going to feel bad you're going to have that bad energy yeah but the energy like there was an energy like at some point there was some historic vibe shift because as you know from the greeks and their yeah, statues, they, they love their small penises you the, know they thought that it meant that you were smarter yeah because i guess they were like your brains are in your dick and or no I, no i don't know what they were like if your dick is too big it means like not enough blood's going to your brain or something i don't know what they thought but they really thought it meant you were smarter mm -hmm. um, well so, they had that their guy priapus do you remember about priapus is that that's where the i must be where priapism comes from it is where priapism comes from i'm just looking up the wikipedia page right now so, priapus yeah notoriously big dick the minor rustic fertility god, protector of livestock, fruit plants, and male genitalia, he's marked by his oversized permanent erection, which gave rise to the medical term priapism. He became a popular figure in Roman erotic art and is the subject of, uh, of the often humorously obscene collection of verse called the Priapia. Mm -hmm. What? There's a whole big dick poem? I did... Oh, so, Carmina Priapia. I mean, like, I would, I would try to... That, like, I don't know. This, like, people aren't going to just all of a sudden be nice to each other. And that's really the point that these, you know, sexperts, these sexologists are making is, is that, like, we should try to be nicer to each other. But, I mean, the way it came off to me was like, what, like, should we just go back to saying guys with big dicks are just like big dumb sluts? Because that's kind of the like yeah, the other should, way we're gonna go is being like, oh, if you have a big dick, you're dumb and you're a slut. Because you're. A I big, think dumb. the argument for uh, I think the argument for not body shaming is that you know you you other people will see it and internalize that their bodies are also you know ugly or horrible or you know being ugly or uh, not akin to the uh, standard of beauty that we have is is negative in some way, but. I also think the instinct to body shame as a form of insult is is to say the most hurtful thing to somebody, right? right. Yeah. And, you know, sometimes you want to say the most hurtful that's, possible thing to exactly, somebody. That's true. I mean, we're kind of running out of ways to be mean to each other, right? Yeah, I think we need, a, I think we need some, some better ways to be mean to each other. Maybe we need to, like, what, what do you want to say to, like, uh, what should be your retort instead? It's like uh, sometimes when I get like in get into maniac mode 
My retort is, well, looks like you've alienated everyone in your life. I will say that that's yeah. my standard line. It's like, looks like you're going to alienate everyone, which has, it, it's, you know, it's fine, but it has no bite to it. That's you know, the it's thing. like, okay, so I was on the airplane uh, over Christmas and there's this horrible guy behind us who was talking about how great Elon Musk is how stupid it is he's like some guy getting an md phd and he's like and the md part is bullshit so mm -hmm. my wife was like apoplectic and like i couldn't think of like a way like what's like how am i how do you be mean to this guy without doing something that crosses a boundary that is like that you don't really want to cross you don't want to personally attack him you don't want to, you know, I can't just be like, sounds like you have a small penis, sir. <laughs> and it's kind of lame. The only thing I could come up with is also lame. I was just like, guys like that are ruining America. Um, it isn't great. <laughs> it's not like a great insult, but I thought yeah. maybe he would be mad because he, I mean, he was like, Elon Musk is saving humanity. And I'm like, just like getting really pissed. Because, like, my Twitter's not working right. Every time I send a reply, it's like, reply failed to send. Mm -hmm. um, which, I don't know if you're getting that, but, like, Twitter's been fucking up a lot. Yeah, it's been, it's been fucking. It's been <laughs> fucking recently. So, that's definitely uh, not great. I mean, it's just... So, how do you be mean to someone who you need to be mean to? <laughs> you, If you need to be mean to a person, which in this situation, Greta Thunberg needed to be mean. Because she had to stand her ground. She couldn't let this rapist guy you know, get get away with the last word. So was that the most like was that the most effective insult she could have chosen? Uh, what I I say even people were commenting on the tepidness of the insult, like the 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 sort of joke format of blank at blank dot com is like a joke from the late nineties or something like that. It's mm -hmm. like email me at talk to the hand at shutyourmouth.com. Well, he know? did ask for her email, so. All uh, right. Okay. I see. I see. He, she didn't pull um, email out of nowhere. But I I think uh, it was a well chosen insult because it is the thing that is most obviously hurtful to him. You know, he based his whole manliness thing on these very uh, primitive, stupid categories of what it means to be a man. And obviously, you know, not having a small penis is one of those. So that is the, uh, you're getting him right at, you know, as evidenced by his, his shocked statement immediately after, which was, how dare you? Like, like a 19th century dowager. He was going, yeah. oh my, this, this, this teenager has oh, launched a I, tepid I, insult at me. That how dare you made me question... He's not real, because he doesn't really, I don't think he really was hurt by it. I mean, I think he was happy because it got two million eyes on him. Yeah. Um, like, the only way I can really think of to deal with these toxic men um, is to sort of goad them into self-destruction. Yeah. So a person like Andrew Tate, the best way... To get rid of him is to somehow goad him into doing a what uh who's that guy a paul uh paul uh fiery car crash guy uh paul walker paul walker <laughs> basically the way you need to get what you need to do with andrew tate is like egg him on to where you're like hey andrew tate like i bet you can't drive your bugatti really fast on this dangerous road 
You're not a man unless you can drive your Bugatti like, really fast. I bet you can't rate. drive it that fast. And then I be bet like, you have a small penis. Only a man with who didn't have a small penis wouldn't bother to go real fast. I mean, and if you don't want to have him die, then the other way is to sort of goad him into an outburst. Yeah. A, a public outburst where he says something that's like really embarrassing. Yeah. Um, or, or flips out. So I don't. I don't necessarily think it was the best like response possible, but it's not a better response would have been one that got him to drive his Bugatti Veyron into a ditch. And the thing is people, I think the, what, you know, the, the people wanted to believe was like her response directly did that. Did directly yes. go yeah, to him into revealing his location to the Romanian police. And this is the power of Greta Thunberg. <laughs> she is a magical autistic angel. She will save us. <laughs> Did yeah. you see the the Aryan Greta Thunberg <laughs> compilation? Some weirdo made. Oh no. Well, <laughs> that makes sense. I mean, there's like a there's a group of weirdo guys who do that with like AOC and everybody and. They're like, mm-hmm. what if she was blonde and had blue eyes and had swastikas? Yeah, that's that is some of the most psychopathic shit I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah, and uh, it could only happen in this day and age. Uh, but yeah, Andrew Tate was not arrested because of the tweet. It coincided with the tweet. Yeah, it's just great timing. Mean, great timing, honestly, for Greta. So yeah, like big. Uh, do people say big ups anymore? Yeah, sure. Let's say let's bring it back if they're not people big ups. Say, like people say, like that goes crazy. That yeah, we're doing we're we're doing our AAVE laundering here. That, <laughs> that's, that's, that, that's not AAV. Come on. Like, Do people still think all that in a bag of chips? Do people <laughs> like, have on, our nineties AAVEs? Laundering AAVE. I'll, You're laundering AAVE, you, Stephen. You accuse me of so many things and. You're laundering AAVE right now. What if Greta Thunberg is AAVE? <laughs> so that goes crazy. I'm not allowed to say that goes crazy. You're not allowed to say that. Okay. <laughs> the- only, Gre- only Greta. I don't have to say, to say it. it. I don't really like. You know, I'm trying to think if there's anything like in my life I could like. I don't know. Cheese, it's extra toasty. Goes nah, crazy. White white people are only allowed to say white white aphorisms. I, like I, cheese goes toasty or yeah. G Willikers I was, or uh I was making a great uh single man snack um this morning, which yeah. was hamburger bun with in the toaster oven with cheese on it. That's good. That's a good toasty. It's a hamburg ham toasty. Ham, without hamburger the ham. toasty. Hamburger toasty. <laughs> <That's> the- <laughs> make yourself a little hamburger toasty. <laughs> <laughs> Oh uh, yeah, uh, I I was eating uh, chili, which I spike with a little anchovy paste. Oh God, dude, please, you're gonna <laughs> you're gonna make yourself sick again. No, no, you can't get sick. It's fish. Fish is healthy for you. You told me you got sick from drinking Worcestershire sauce, didn't you? I I didn't get like f- ill. I I became I had a lot of acid reflux from from drinking Worcestershire sauce straight out the bottle. You seek help, okay? Like no, I love my acidic liquids, my acidic fermented fish liquids. You're not gonna take it from me. I would drink a whole bottle of fish sauce were it, were it acceptable. Ah, uh, okay. I mean, I don't know. I don't think you're supposed to do that. 
You're supposed to do that. It puts salt in your veins and the ores in your step, you know? I think we should take a trip to China and get you some real good fish, fermented fish stuff. <laughs> House of Decline goes to China. We do like live podcasts from China and we're like yeah. coughing because it's so polluted. And yeah. Getting COVID. Nah, getting... I, I, most of China is not that polluted. Only in oh, the big city. Oh, I see you are falling for the state propaganda. <laughs> I'm always stop falling for the state Chinese propaganda. Um, but, China doesn't seem so bad. They got oh, high speed rail. Hell no. I would. I would. Uh, hell no is to no. I believe it's not so bad. I agree. I would love to visit there. Um, uh, anytime. Anytime you want to go, I will go. It. It seems so like weird to me that. Uh, we have this constant drumbeat of media depicting it as a dystopian hellscape when even like the the western images of china that it projects like the footage it takes from china it doesn't look that it looks good it looks like a functional modern society I mean, what are you talking about why this doesn't seem like a yeah Americans it seems at least besides, as functional as our society like most of our movies are like dystopian hellscapes like that would make me want to go there even more if it was uh, but it seems great. I would love to go to China. No, it's dystopian. You got to cut out all the gay stuff from the Marvel movies to make it in China. You got to cut all of the gay stuff out of the movie. Uh, oh, right. Then that's why. That's, that's why the country. That's why we bad. don't like it. Um, right. The very like the gay stuff in the Marvel movies. Like two male characters looked at each other for thirty seconds for the first time in a yeah, Marvel. Yeah, you got to cut that out, or else it won't <laughs> won't do well in China. I I don't know. Obviously, China has its problems, but it. Uh, does not seem to me like the hellscape we uh, well, I like, are constantly I like when, trying to I like to when people like, are like, you can't visit this place because of something I read online about it. Like, I was, I posted just to some weather report about the storm that happened over Christmas. Like, haha, bye, I'm going to Texas. And I got this reply that was like, don't you know Texas had a power grid failure in 2021? And I was like, yeah, I do know that. And he's like, well, enjoy your, your fucking trip then. And I was what? like, thank, thank you, I will. <laughs> I have uh, family there. I'm actually, I'm right. actually from there. So, you know, I'm like... Is he of... blaming you for Greg Abbott? Is uh, Are you supporting Greg Abbott by traveling like, to Texas? It's like, I, I, I mean... Are we BDSing Texas now? I, I didn't know we were the, BDSing I think, yeah, Texas. I think there's people who refuse to go to Texas because of like, like the power grid failed. And But then on the other hand, you got people like, uh, you know, Liz Brunig writing this love letter to Texas recently in the Atlantic... Um, where it's like you're reading Liz Brunig's article. She she doesn't post on Twitter anymore after the Roe decision went down, and everyone was very mean to her. Well, it's just not her <laughs> fault that she's, uh, you know, got her set of beliefs. Um, got her set of beliefs, but you know, she was used easy to pick on. You know, which is fine. You put yourself out there as the annoying Catholic take haver, and everyone's you know right. I mean, clown you when the thing this, happens. This Texas article is kind of like. A big nothing burger. She's just like it's. It, I love it there, and I was Texas. sad to move. It is pretty great there during the winter. Yeah, during the winter time when it's not uh, super cold. I wouldn't want to live there in the summer. Boy, you how, don't how, like the hundred and five degree heat. Yeah, it's crazy. So you know, it was nice in Texas. I uh, had a brief six day sojourn there, and you know. Got some avocados that were fresh. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you do in Texas. Yeah. Did you see any? Did you see any Texas landmarks like Big Tex? No. I guess the state fair wasn't around, but I just imagine he's he's just around, just walking around Texas. 
No, I didn't really like go that much. I went to like a couple of parks and I was just hanging out with family, doing Christmas, you know, opening presents. Uh, mm -hmm. You didn't go to Dealey Plaza? I was, I was not in Dallas. So uh, you weren't in Dallas. He, college uh, Station. Boo! Which I never... Why boo? You don't like it there? Nah, I don't know. What is College Station? Which well, which college is there? It's Texas A&M. Uh, I, like I like that they were like, what can we call this town where the college is? Okay, College Town. <laughs> <laughs> That's in, in Pennsylvania. The UPenn is in State College, Pennsylvania. Yeah. Uh, it's nice in Texas. I mean, like, yeah, there's a lot of crazy gun-toting Republicans shoot like shooting their six shooters constantly going yeehaw yeah um so you got yeah and bullets. their spurs are constantly clinking on the ground but like you know we went to church on christmas eve and there was the nicest old lady who was like i've been going to this church for 40 years you gotta come I, um am i gonna see you next sunday can i adopt you <laughs> like sure grandma yeah all my That's other grandmas good. are dead or crazy yeah, it's it. It would be nice to have one that is, uh, uh, you know, just an old bouncy Texas lady. You know, who's who's not she who loves people. She's not homophobic, I bet. You know, she's she's not oh, racist. I nah, bet. Well, yeah. I mean, as long as you're straight white Christian, you you do well uh, in Texas. Yeah, but if it's true. I mean, like I would not. I like seriously. I would not want to be, uh, not like any any of the least nonconformist growing up in texas because even growing up there as a straight white male it was still like shitty so yeah well because you even just you being a straight white male who is mildly weird you know that's enough to alienate yeah, you from they're the like rest what of the... you don't want to play football and then yeah. they're like okay and then they call me the f word and then <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's what happens cool uh, yeah, in Toronto, there's actually a little more tolerance for, for little fancy boys, for little emotional fancy boys. Yeah. Uh, I, I want to get back to the small penis, hum <laughs> small penis humiliation thing. Yeah, well, the uh, other thing, what if he's into it? Yeah, what if he, he is into it? That mm -hmm. would be, that would be the most, oh, no, I don't like that outcome at all. I don't like it. But, uh, in terms of body shaming... Do I get offended? I, I, I don't know if I'm fat enough to have opinions about, like, fat jokes. But I don't really get offended by, like, like I'm, I'm fat. I'm overweight. You know, I'm, I, can, I can swing my weight around on this issue. And, uh, you know, I don't get mad when Stewie calls Peter Griffin fat man derisively. Mm -hmm. uh, but maybe that's because it's in character and it's because it's an evil baby. I, I guess, yeah, I, I don't really get upset by fat jokes, but... I guess I've never really been discriminated or had any uh, significantly negative experiences because I was a fat person where, you know, that experience can be different for other fat people. I mean, yeah, I kind of think you're not quite there yet. Honestly. I'm not there. I'm not enough I'm, uh, to have to have my fat opinions. I Yeah. Sorry to burst your bubble. I think burst my bubble. You're not that overweight. I mean... We're both similarly. I I could stand to lose at least forty pounds, but um, you know, uh, it, that's hard. I mean, yeah. Here's something that here's something that I would also uh, posit. You know, when we talk about the death of media literacy or the death of context or the death of you know nuance, when Greta, we know Greta Thunberg is a person who would not seriously entertain the idea 
or we can assume that Greta Thunberg is the type of person where if you press her, so do you think people with small penises are lesser than? She would, no, of course not. That is a silly, that is a silly notion. Uh, you know, so I think you, you, you should be able to hold those two thoughts in your head where you can make fun of somebody by saying the most hurtful possible thing to them while also holding the notion that, you know, this insult is meaningless. In fact, the fact that the insult is meaningless and the fact that he reacts to it so strongly makes it even funnier. You know, I it, it would be different if it were in a context where it was coming from, you know, somebody who literally thought that small penises made you lesser than. Well, what if she had done something like, like, replied, like, insults are meaningless, but the amount of emissions from your cars are also basically meaningless. We need to focus on big corporations. That might have been better. She might, if she had stayed on message. Maybe. I can't criticize her PR. And people seem to like the small penis, Joe. Um... But I think that's the other thing about, you know, jokes and what people find funny is it's like, it's not moored to morality. Did you ever see that Netflix show where Larry Charles went around the world investigating what comedy was like in other yeah, countries I and stuff like that? I think I know like about that. it. He's the, the big beard energy. Guy. Yeah, <laughs> he's the big beard energy Seinfeld writer um, who directed Borat. You know, he's, he's a comedy guy. Yeah, he's everything an old... is in big versus small energy things now it's uh... <laughs> yeah it's a, everything is framed in terms of yeah. the energy because we've just gone back to crystals and new age attitudes yeah. but yeah there's this episode where he goes to nigeria and there are these comedians which are just this horrifyingly misogynistic comedy and it's killing the audience is loving it the women too are loving it as well mm -hmm. you know it, it's like it's it's just a different context you know even though it's something that we would probably uh, not not have too much time for in in our current climate in the in in Canada or America right, right now, uh, but yeah that stuff there. So, I mean, comedy when you're talking about something that elicits a response or makes people laugh or you know gives some someone a sense of immediate relief or like revenge against some sort of nefarious figure, often the moral thing to do isn't the funny thing to do or it isn't the the most cathartic thing to do mm -hmm. yep mm -hmm. and if you know what you want from twitter is that sense of catharsis from a reply war from like a flame war then you know just pivoting to your uh, on-brand message about the environment isn't gonna cut it you got to do something which is hurtful to your opponent because that's also the language of twitter too you're trying to hurt each other <laughs> what's yeah. i thought we were all in on this deal Right. I thought that's what the game of it. We're trying to hurt each other. Our, our, we're trying to hurt our enemies, right? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I, I kind of am of the mind that it would have been more productive if she had tried to stayed on message a little bit. But yeah, he's such an asshole. Like he's such yeah. a horrible person that you do. You, you mean you kind of have to go after him and. <clears throat> This question comes up in politics, too. Like, we often see this in the primary debates where should you go after the person with an ad hominem attack or should you stay on message? Mm -hmm. I mean, and, Trump won uh, going with ad hominem attacks. Yeah. Right. And that's winning is not necessarily a good end. So for Greta to win it, that it's not 
is it going to really help Greta be a better, um, do it, do what she does better? So I don't know. I don't, I don't know if Greta can do it better. I, I, I don't really care either way. I think it's like, I don't, I, I don't, I can't remember the last time I used a small dick joke because now like, thanks to come town and Stavi, like it's being proud of your small dick is the joke now. Right. Um, Being openly proud of your small penis and talking about how you have a small penis with a lot of confidence is is the funnier joke now than, you know, saying course. somebody has a small penis and, as you know, an it's, insult. It's worse, actually, to be like me, which is right, <laughs> just completely average. <laughs> yeah, just, us average penis guys, you no, know, we have we are we're, we're men without a country. No one. No one is saying you have average dick energy. Just, yeah, we're uh, we're just languorously going about with the Charlie Brown music. Yeah, it's like I make fifty to sixty thousand dollars a year, and I live in a two bedroom apartment, and I have a Toyota Corolla, mm-hmm. and I have a five point five inch penis, and um, yeah, I went to a therapist, but I don't see him anymore because I felt better, and I have a five point five, I have a five point six inch penis. Yeah. I have a little money in the bank, but I still live mostly paycheck to tip paycheck, you know, and I have a 5.5 inch penis. Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, <laughs> it, I definitely think the, the, like, I don't know, people sort of piling on like the sexologist who was like, don't do this. It's bad. And it's like, why are you pi-? like the pylons on pylons? It's because that's Twitter. It's we want to hurt each other. We want we want we want to I, hurt. I like I I posted like I had a terrible take the other day where I was like ah, it's funny that Bill Burr is the only major popular comedian who has gotten less conservative over over yeah, time. Yeah, you got. And the me more with I thought one. about it, that's not true. But you got me with that. Some... I, I got so pissed off at you for that one. <laughs> <laughs> what? I got very pissed off at you about that one. I was like, why? <laughs> why? I am so triggered right now. And I don't even know why. <laughs> but it's, I, I think it's like, it's not, I don't think it's true. But I, I'm trying to think of other major popular comedians who went from being sort of a, a men's rightsy libertarian guy to like sort of mellowing and becoming slightly more liberal over time. But he's sort of the only one in, but it, it like doesn't matter. Who cares about that take? It's not something that's an interesting observation. But the problem is it escaped containment. And a bunch of people started liking it. And now I had a bunch of people in my comments making annoying arguments in the fucking comments about, um, actually there was, and it's like, why, why did I want this? Why did I bring this upon myself? What was I trying to prove with this take? As soon as I mentioned, oh, this guy is right wing or left wing. Here's the fucking take, take captains ready to take me away on their ship of irrelevance. You know, why does this observation matter? It doesn't. Yeah, I think that actually is kind of why I was I was mad at you for that one. Because, like... yeah, it's a pointless observation. It's a useless observation. I agree. It was stupid. That's why I deleted it. Good for you. If you want to know here, I'm going to go over the reasons why I delete posts. People ask me all the time, Alex, why do you delete your posts? Some of them are funny. You know, what are you going to do? Yeah, one I don't want too much space in between comics. That's usually the reason why I delete posts that, you know, I don't think are as funny or don't do as well or just sort of an inane opinion that is not necessarily unique to my point of view. Um, And two, those are the other reasons. Sometimes I'll judge my own work. I think it's not that funny or I think it's an inane opinion that is not unique to me or I think it's something that has been done before, uh, probably better. 
Or three, you know, I come back a couple days later and I reevaluate my take and I'm like, no, it's not. Why am I? This was not very well thought out. This doesn't matter. So yeah, those are the reasons why I delete posts. If you ask me why I've deleted a post, it's one of those. Yeah, well, I mean, now I don't even remember what we were talking about. It's Andrew Tate, Mr. Tate. And Greta, I like that people still. are calling him Andrew Taint. Andrew Taint? Yeah. Andrew I like Chode. That. I like that. I don't, ooh, I don't like that. No, no, no. You don't like Andrew don't Chode? I like that. Uh, is, is it, no, Chode is a short, stumpy penis. Choda is the synonym for taint. You're going after, you're going after Justin Roiland a lot on your account. <laughs> I guess it's just because you, you saw his game, right? You saw the, the yeah, game that came out, High game. on Life, where he's a gun that talks to you in the Morty voice. Oh, wow, you just killed a kid there. I, that's something you couldn't do in regular games. It's really good that you did that. You know, he's, he's constantly talking to you in that think, improvised patter. I kind of think that game is going to become a cult hit. I think that's kind of fun. I hope so. I, let's hope so. I, I don't, I haven't played it. I don't think it's as obnoxious as all that. He's become easy to hate on because he got massively overexposed. And um, his bit, it, you know, it hasn't varied that much. Or at least with the with the game, it's just he is just doing the Morty voice. And he's he's doing the same ty- si- yeah. type of patter that it, got popular on the uh, interdimensional cable episodes funny, of Rick and it's Morty. It's a funny voice. I mean, like I don't know. Uh, you got to seek it. Like the thing about it is, like you have to like go seek it out in order to be annoyed by it. And there's all these yeah. people who are like acting like it's some kind of some kind of terrible thing. And it's like you could just not engage. Um, but you know that's a. That's a boomer opinion of me or something of akin to that. I think it's okay for people to hate hate play or hate watch stuff. I'm I'm a fan of a good hate watch now and then. Um but I don't know if you can even really call them hate watch because like take a movie like Sex in the City 2. I genuinely enjoy that movie for its incredibly poor execution and its mind-bogglingly silly ideas. Uh so it's it's hard to say like like in order to hate watch something, I would have to actually like hate the movie, which is usually means it's boring. Mm-hmm. Like it doesn't have enough to hold my attention. Like that's when I really hate watch something. Cause even like a movie, which is like, I don't know what's like a really like politically awful movie. I guess I, yeah, I guess I could hate watch American sniper. That's like mm-hmm. a movie that I would probably be seething with hatred as I watched it. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't think I really do hate watch things because if I hate if I hate it, I turn it off, and if I enjoy it, I keep watching it. I just acknowledge that I'm a bad person who likes things that are morally bad. Sometimes I think I like to hate listen to music more than I like to hate watch anything because like a song is not a very long commitment to listen to. Right? Yeah, like that guy. That is it. The Canadian guy. Who like the white rapper guy, Tom something? Oh, Tom McDonald. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, we, yeah we these hate beautiful listen, little short films. We hate listening to Tom McDonald on the bonus episodes. If you want to check those out sometime, um, <laughs> it's really, he's really bad. Uh, he he's he's so cool. He speaks his mind. He doesn't care what anyone thinks. His favorite rapper is of course Eminem. That's so that, cool. Yeah. That style of rap, that it's it's funny how 
You ever notice how much Lin-Manuel Miranda's raps sound like have the Eminem cadence to them? I, I have to confess that I have never really listened to anything by Lin-Manuel Miranda. I see. I've hate listened to a lot of Lin Manuel Miranda. Like that's something. But I, I don't even hate listen to it because it it <laughs> has taken. I think it's so fucking goofy and stupid that I I sort of enjoy listening to it. I looped around. I looped back around. Like honestly, the only thing I, I can listen to is XTC these days, and that's how it's been for the past five years. I'm like trying to listen <laughs> to music, and I'm like, I just I'm, I, I I'm gonna admit it to myself. The only thing I want to listen to is XTC. Yeah, that's like me with Ween. <laughs> yeah, it's like I put it on and I'm like, ah, these beautiful fucking melodies. <laughs> Seriously, you these guys to, knew what they were doing. Listen to the album Apple Venus One. It's an amazing late era XTC album. It's like from 2001. It's a fucking great. So, um, big dick energy, small dick energy, average dick energy. Yeah, none of it matters. I I can't think of the last time I like made a someone has a small penis joke. Uh, uh, that's just not in my wheelhouse anymore. Yeah, you would usually do it with like a, someone who's driving like an expensive car or has yeah has. It's generally car or gun based. Like if you have a big gun or if you have a big truck or an expensive car, I would you would get a, a small dick joke. Yeah. Um. But yeah, those jokes even seem pretty old by now. But uh, what what do I know? The energy is the energy is back on small penises. Making fun of someone for their small penis is funny. Well, it's just it is a funny thing. Like the thing yeah, about sure. like the thing about that the sexologist didn't get, I guess, is that it, it's visually funny to see one. <laughs> That's there is a visual right? element. Is what and they're when missing. something is funny, it doesn't mean it's bad. I mean, like like. I, I have problems of being, I hate when I'm laughed at. I hate if I, if I, if something happens to me, like if I fall down and someone laughs, I feel like I'm going to, like, I'm, that's when I'm like, I'm going to turn into Hitler. I'm going to kill all of you. How yeah. dare you laugh when I fall? Yeah. The you humiliation know? aspect. I, you can't I take. get so cheesed off for mm-hmm. about. 10, 15 minutes, and then and then I calm down, and I'm like, that actually, that was funny. It's pretty funny. That was a little funny, you know. But in the moment, I I cannot handle it, and my mm-hmm. rage builds up and overflows, and I say mean stuff, and I'm like, well, you, sir, are, are a racial slur, and then I get, you know, beat up at the mall. Um, <laughs> my, my instant revenge fantasy, and I don't know why it is, is, is this one, uh, when someone slights me or like is walking a little too close to me, uh, I just have the image of me holding their arm out straight, looking directly in their eyes with a, a grimace, uh, sort of like a Peter Cushing like expression on my face. And I take the straight of their arm and calmly pop out their elbow <laughs> It's not I don't know easy. why that's the image. You think it's easy? It ain't that easy. It's not. It's not that easy. But in my fantasy, I have the expert powers Listen of say you. a John Wick. You gotta. You gotta work out for that. Like, <laughs> no, you can just use no. leverage. You can use I, a little physical concept over, that we like to call leverage. Over break, I I like tried to kick a soccer ball with my nephew, and I'm like, oh my god. This is what 15 years of no exercise does to an MF. Like, mm-hmm. I cannot do anything physical. It Seriously, you need, like, 
I need to, you need to, everybody needs to exercise at least like five times a week if you want to. No. If you want to be anything. You don't need to exercise. It's just like Donald Trump believes. You are a battery, you have a finite amount of energy, and you need to spend it watching cartoons. <laughs> so, it's so, that is like so wrong, but uh, it's fine, you know, it's fine. The, I, that is another, what do you, let's get on to fat phobia. Let's talk about fat phobia. Let's get into some, I'm not even wait into some topics. Weight. You just like, you can stay, you can stay big, but you got to exercise because it makes you feel better and gives you more energy. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> A lot of the time uh, exercise, exercise isn't even the way to lose weight. Because what happens, and I know this for a fact. Like tapeworms. When, when you, no, when you exercise, like your appetite increases because your body's like, I burned all these calories today. I need to eat more. So you end up eating more. So you never, you don't, you, if you only exercise, you're never going to lose weight. You have to like calorie restrict and starve yourself mm. and then you'll lose weight. If you want to build muscle, then you have to like do specific weightlifting shits that I don't know anything about because I refuse to fall victim to the vanity culture of muscle building. Yeah, that's just you're 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 two steps away from Andrew Tate at that point. You yeah. know, you might as well be sex trafficking. The only exercise I do is going for long walks in the rain, and I listen to the Cure. <laughs> what what would be the funniest music to work out to? I have a comic where a guy's working out to Sarah McLaughlin. He's he's crymaxing. Working as it out were. to Waylon Jennings, doing my walks in the cemetery when I was when I was <laughs> also starving myself. I was listening to Waylon Jennings and walk around the cemetery. That was very funny. Mm -hmm. uh, I think the funniest workout music would be uh, <laughs> it would be Powerhouse by Raymond Scott. I mean, that's the only way I would work out. That's the only way you'd get me on one of those weight machines. I if bet, it was, dude, I don't. I, I think actually, I know, I know the best workout music for you, and it's Yellow sure. Magic Orchestra. Uh, well, okay, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that music does get me amped. Yeah, absolutely. I I feel like I could run for days when listening to Rydeen. Yeah. Um. Well, you know what? It's it's just about that time. But if you get about uh, that time, just about that time. But if anyone wants a little taste of what the bonus on Wednesday is going to be about, I I really want to talk about a city pop and play some city pop, the genre of Japanese music that is known as city pop, like Yellow Magic Orchestra. Your favorite, one of your favorites, this is a, one of my favorite bands in that. But I found out about this guitar player over the weekend named uh, Masayoshi Takanaka. Masayoshi Takanaka. And so I want to talk about him and play some music of his and talk about, uh, I think it's, I think in, in uh, I can pronounce it right, it's called Shichipopu. Shichipopu. <laughs> which I find delightful. You, which, you know, it <laughs> sounds like we're doing a Nick Mullen bit, but we're not. It's, it's what it is. Yeah. Uh, it's what it is. And you can find this bonus episode on patreon.com slash house of decline. That's right. It's an ad at the end of the episode. You get two. You get two ads for our Patreon. We need money. We're starving over here. We can barely afford spam.